Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. The Secret Service is here. Yeah. I drive them crazy because I want to have tactile contact. I want to look somebody. Give them a quick touch and sniff. You can tell in their eyes what they're thinking about you. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. This was pretty puzzling to watch. Whatever else January 6th was, and in some ways we still don't know exactly what it was, it was not a Trump-led insurrection. And yet in this country, no one on the left dared say that. Instead, Donald Trump's enemies celebrated. The Atlantic Magazine expressed gratitude that unelected judges had, quote, rescued the country from the desires of voters, because actually, that's democracy. Can you point to one thing the White House is doing right now that is making an impact on the border, is making an impact with this current surge? <laughs> Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. Try not to let what I'm about to tell you destroy your faith in the integrity of the electoral process in the city, or should I say the Ciudad de La Rencia. An incoming Lawrence City Councilor and another Lawrence woman have been indicted on charges of fraudulent voting. The district attorney of Essex County, Paul Turner, said yesterday, Fidelina, Fidel, and then INA, Fidelina, Santiago, and Lawrence resident Jennifer Lopez, JLo? JLo moved to Lawrence? were each indicted on four counts of illegal voting or attempting to vote, four counts of conspiracy to vote or attempt to vote illegally, four counts of unlawful interference with a voter, and four counts of obstruction of voting. This sounds like a racist frame to me. Uh, I am unsure what the impact of yesterday's development has on the seating of Ms. Santiago. She's due to be seated on January 2nd. State officials have, this is the uh, president of the city council, Mark LaPlante, said, state officials have informed Lawrence election officials that since this is an indictment alone, uh, the senorita or the senora is allowed to be uh, sworn in unless she chooses not to. Uh, Galvin's, Secretary of State Galvin's uh, elections division said uh, they sent a letter to uh, the DA on November 14th. We have received a report that a voter who went to, to vote in person on Election Day was already marked on the list as having voted by mail, which the voter disputed. Uh, not, in, not This couldn't have happened in Lawrence. Everything's totally... It's a gateway city. As a result, the voter re- reviewed video footage from their home, which appears to show a person removing a ballot from a voter's mailbox. The voter has stated they did not request a ballot be mailed to them and did not return any ballot. I'm shocked. Shocked, I say. Voter fraud in the gateway city of Lawrence, Massachusetts. Tragic. 844 500 
three three nine says what you know that you know what's uh, Wu has apologized uh, for for the treatment of uh, Willie Bennett and, uh, and and another. Uh, black guy who were hounded by the Boston police 30 plus years ago after the Charles Stewart uh, murder of his wife, Carol DeMadio Stewart. She apologized. She was she was like, I don't know, five years old. She was living in Chicago. And now she's apologizing. Nick, Nick D says, why is Wu bringing up something from over 30 years ago? Tremendous pain that the city of Boston inflicted on black residents. It's so divisive. And what's the purpose after all these years? The purpose is to suck up to the Boston Globe, which doesn't report about news that's happening today. So they just decide to dredge up something for, that happened a long time ago. Granted, it was a terrible thing, but most of the atrocities in the coverage were committed by the Boston Globe. By Mike Barnacle made up a story about uh, Charles Stewart collecting on a on an on an insurance payment. It was it was totally concocted, fabricated story. A four hundred eighty two thousand dollar life insurance policy. It didn't exist. He made it up, and they never retracted the story. They the Globe at least reported on it. Now again, it's thirty years plus ago. They're finally admitting Barnacle was making crap up. They defended him for for 20 plus years when he was on their payroll and everybody knew he was making stuff up. Now it's 30 years later and they can uh, use this uh, phony crap that he was writing to, uh, to indict everybody who was living in Boston at the time and they're doing it. So he, he said that uh, Charles Stewart killed his wife because he, he was getting a $482,000 life insurance policy from Prudential. There was no life insurance policy, period. Prudential denied it Everyone denied it. The Globe was asked to print a correction. They never did. They asked Barnacle, who, who gave you this story? He, he, he refused to answer. He probably made it up. Probably made it up. And, and yet now she's apologizing. This is like, uh, like Obama when he ran around apologizing to, to the world. I mean, why are, we, why are you apologizing for something you had nothing to do with? It's just the virtue signaling. Why don't you apologize for the all-white, uh, for the not, excuse me, the non-white Christmas party? Why don't you apologize for hiring a human relations woman who said she wouldn't hire whites and veterans? Why don't you apologize for some of that stuff? Why don't you apologize for your anti-white joke at the St. Patrick's Day breakfast last year? You know, why don't you apologize for not turning over to me the ambulance records for your house? And now I've heard that there's a uh, there's a more recent visit, uh, late night ambulance visit to her uh, her home in Roslindale on Augustus Avenue. Why don't you tell us if you're having panic attacks, as is as is reported, if there's nothing to hide, the ambulances aren't coming. Why don't you release the records or at least apologize for not going along with the orders from the Secretary of State's office to release a legal Freedom of Information Act request. Instead, she's apologizing for something she has nothing to do. It's easy to apologize. You know what? I would like to apologize to the Picts of, uh, of, of Scotland for the fact that uh, the Emperor Hadrian built, a, uh, built the wall to separate uh, Scotland from England in, uh, in the first century A.D., it's, this is a heartfelt apology on my part. It, uh, my apology just had as much meaning as her apology. I had nothing to do with what the Romans did to the pick. She had nothing to do with what the Boston PD and the Boston Globe 
did to uh, to to Willie Bennett. It was terrible what they did. It, but they they were under a lot of pressure to get a to get the results, and the pressure a lot of it was coming from this corrupt newspaper known as the Boston Globe. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. 774. Ray Flynn apologized 34 years ago, didn't he, when Wu was in diapers? I, I don't I don't know what Ray Flynn did. All, all I know is that, you know, they, they, read, they read, ran a story about everybody. They said the Herald and the Globe were uh, competing, and that's why they, it got out of control. And, you know, we had the, we had a very gruesome photo on the front page of uh, the, the, two, uh, Stewart, the two Stewarts being shot. And they said, you, you only ran pictures of uh, them because they were white. And I, I, rem- I still remember this because they, and some of the Herald people, including myself, were sent out to, to appear at these local groups, mainly on TV. And they said, you, here are the pictures that we've run of black victims of crime, just like we ran the pictures of the Stewarts that, that were uh, white victims of crime in, in black neighborhoods. And... The fact was, we'd run all these pictures, but nobody had ever noticed them. It wasn't our fault that they didn't notice them. You know, we can't. We can only print certain pictures. You know, if 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 the readers or the viewers or the listeners don't want to pay attention, it's not our fault. I remember being on Channel Two one night. And I just said, you, "You think we're not printing the pictures? Here, here they are." I just kept throwing them down like cards, and. They had no, they had no answer. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two six zero three. Did the apology come with an invitation to the Christmas party? Again, she's not apologizing for the uh, for the uh, no whites need apply apartheid Christmas party. She's not apologizing for hiring someone in human relations who hates white people and veterans. She's not apologizing for the joke she made about having to deal with white people at the St. Patrick's Day breakfast. Not that that really needs an apology, but it just goes to show what she really thinks of uh, thinks of '70s Boston, as she called 1970s Boston, as her spokesman called uh, called my attempt to get the uh, the ambulance records from her house. If you got nothing to hide, then turn them over. Turn them over. And by the way, you can put the lie to this uh, latest story that you, the ambulance, uh, an ambulance was called to her house late one night, three or four weeks ago, by her husband. Is it true? I don't know. We don't know. How do we find out? 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. In the past couple of years alone, close to 50 satisfied Howie listeners have allowed J.J. Manning auctioneers to sell their valuable real estate assets quickly, contingency-free, and for the highest price the market will pay. Don't wait. You could be the next one. Since 1976, J.J. Manning's project-based approach of selling real estate has generated positive requests for individuals, families, builders, companies, banks, estates, and more. You set the sale date and you have one consolidated open house. No surprise nor last-minute showings. J.J. Manning sellers are never left out in the cold wondering about interest on their property. Weekly inquiry reports provide measured progress and create a sense of teamwork through the auction process. There is no distress. You set the terms, you sell contingency-free, and the buyer pays all commissions. J.J. Manning uses their 30-30 marketing plan, 30 days of advertising and 30 days to close. No haggling and no changes to your deal. To learn more on how to get your commercial, residential, or land sold quickly, 
Contact Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111 or visit jjmanning.com. Call Charlie today at 800-521-0111 or go to jjmanning.com and get your real estate sold. I'm Howie Carr. Here's hoping Charlie Baker's turkey police aren't out and about this year. No turkey, no turkey sandwiches, no turkey salad, no turkey gravy, turkey hash, turkey a la king, or gallons of turkey soup. The Howie Car Show will be right back. <laughs> He's a cheap bastard all year round, but Christmas, well, that's when he really shines. The old man loved bargaining as much as an Arab trader, and he was twice as shrewd. Howie Carr. I love my pillows products. I sleep with their pillows. I wear their slippers. I dry off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at MyPillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to MyPillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is which Massachusetts politician most urgently needs to take illegal alien criminals into their home for Christmas? Governor Maura Healey, Lieutenant Governor Kim Driscoll, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Senator Ed Markey, Representative Ayanna Presley, Representative Catherine Clark, or Mayor Michelle Wu? I'm, vo- I'm still voting for Mara Healy. 48% say Mara, 26% say Liz Warren, 11% for Ayanna Presley. Mayor Michelle Wu almost caught up to third place, 10%. All right. Reading from now from the Fox News uh, website, Maine forced to delay vote on EV mandate amid widespread power outages. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Golden, the Democrat uh, U.S. congressman, if it weren't for ranked choice voting, he'd just be, uh, you know, looking at his tattoos somewhere in a trailer. But he said uh, he's, he's an elected congressman now, thanks to the Democrat scam of ranked choice voting. He said a storm like yesterday's would render 80% of cars useless is, to say the least, ill-advised. He just figured this out, huh? He just figured this out. A top Maine state environmental agency delayed a long-anticipated vote to approve a sweeping EV mandate amid a storm that caused widespread power outages. It was scheduled for Thursday afternoon, but it's been indefinitely postponed until further notice following the storm, which knocked out power across the state. There's a state of civil emergency for 14 Maine counties following a significant rain and windstorm that has left hundreds of thousands of people without power and has caused a significant flooding and infrastructure damage. So if there's no power, then if you have an EV, you're not going to be able to get to Augusta for the meeting, are you? Huh? Is that right? The state proposal has faced considerable bipartisan opposition from state lawmakers led by Republicans, but also from Jared Golden, a tattooed House Democrat. He noted this week that a strong storm would render electric vehicles useless. Again, he's a Democrat, though. you got to give the guy credit. 
You know, you got to grade on a curve. He fi- he finally figured this out that if there's no electricity, you won't be able to go anywhere in your in your Tesla or your Prius. <laughs> in two, this is what he said. In two days, the Maine Board of Environmental Protection will vote on proposed rules that would establish a California-style set of mandates forcing Maine auto dealers and ultimately their customers to purchase zero-emission vehicles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, there's another story today. We'll get back to the calls here in just a moment, but I wanted to read this story. Uh, I, didn't, I, I, I hadn't seen this one before. Buick dealers, they're about to be only one-half as many Buick dealers as there are. Almost half of all Buick dealers across the United States have opted to take buyouts from General Motors to avoid having to sell EVs. At a time when consumer reports show Americans are increasingly turned off by their cars. And the cars are turned off when you you don't have any power to charge them with. According to GM, almost 1,000 of its nearly 2,000 Buick dealerships across the U.S. have chosen to take buyouts from the parent company rather than investing potentially millions into retooling and prepping dealers to service and sell EVs. This is in the uh, Wall Street Journal. They would give up, the dealers would give up the Buick franchise and no longer sell the brand. They can continue to sell other GM models that often account for a higher percentage of sales. The move came after the the Detroit automakers gave them a choice. Invest at least $300,000 to sell and service EVs or exit the Buick, Buick franchise. So they would have to spend $300,000 to get a franchise to sell cars or to attempt to sell cars that nobody wants, that nobody wants. So they have more sense than the uh, GM, uh, the GM corporate leaders. But on the other hand, the GM corporate leaders have taken all this green money and uh, these bailouts over the years from the federal government. They're basically just uh, puppets of the uh, Green New Deal or as, uh, as the guy came up with it at the uh, Durham event last weekend, the Green New Scam. That's what it should be called, the Green New Scam. 844-500-4242. For 404, Charles Stewart is the one responsible, and he's bleeping dead. Yeah, he is. I, I mean, why, why does she have to apologize? You know why she has to apologize? Because it, it, it lends gravitas to the Globe series, which nobody read, by the way. Did anybody read the series? Did anyone want to be dragged back into what happened 30 years ago? It's over. It's over. But the Globe, the Globe wants to win a Pulitzer Prize. They don't want to do any real reporting, so they just, want to, they just want to dredge up some story that they screwed up 30 years ago, and they can blame it on white people whether it's uh, Ray Flynn or, uh, the, or the police commissioner, Mickey Roach, who's dead, or Mike Barnacle, who might as well be dead. He's certainly dead professionally working for Morning Joe. They, they, what, get out there and report the news. Why did, why did I have to be the one that came up with the names of the uh, people at the party? By the way, the uh, random dude in the white Michael Jackson hat, turns out it's a woman. It was Chris Worrell's wife, Representative Chris Worrell's wife, sitting next to him. Random dude in white Michael Jackson hat. So we now have identified 16 out of 16. 
I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. Quint, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Quint. Hey, Howie. Yeah, my buddy um, lives in Long Meadow, and you want to talk about the Democrat hypocrisy. He um, he has 15 acres, which Long Meadow is kind of an affluent Democrat town. Right. And um, what you know. Springfield. And, uh, so he, um, yeah. he offered... Yeah, it's pretty near Springfield. He uh, he offered 15 acres to put uh, to he called Morris Healy's uh, office and FEMA to put trailers on his property so they could bring in illegal aliens. Yeah, I guess they pay you for it too. So right. he's actually a conservative guy, but um, they will not call him back. He's called them ten times. He's called Morris Healy's office. He's called FEMA. They will not acknowledge him because they do not want it. It's actually right along 91. They do not want it there. Right. They're such hypocrites. It's the same thing with the transportation building in Boston and Park Square. you got all these uh, high-level condos, $4 million, $5 million. They were going crazy when they said they were going to put them in the transportation building. They also said they were going to put them in the Heinz. The the, uh, the the Heinz Convention Center on Boylston Street, which is right near the uh, Prudential uh, the Prudential Center, the the uh, high end uh, residential uh, the high end uh, mall, and with all these top notch stores, and they they were going crazy too. They you know just what they want is people go you know rich uh, suburbanites going into the store and then getting mugged by somebody from uh, for, from a third world hellhole with a tattoo. You know, so so you know what they did. They, they now they're moving them out to East Cambridge, not not to Brattle Street, not to Harvard Square, but to East Cambridge, one of the few working class areas left in the in the uh, in the city. You know, this is the this is the way it works, Quint. You're absolutely right. You know, they uh, they they put them in Woburn, but they don't put them. Woburn is next door to Arlington, where the governor lives. You think they got any in Arlington, Quint? Hell no. No, they're phony bastards. That's all they are. Phony bastards. Yeah, they are. They all got these things. Hell has, hate has no home here. You know what? who else doesn't have a home here? Illegal aliens, MS-13 gangbangers, ISIS, Hamas, Al-Qaeda. They want you to take them in, but they don't want any in their own neighborhoods. Thanks for the call, Quint. 844-500-4242. I'm telling you, it's, 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 and, and not, and now the 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 uh, the Nazis uh, on uh, on Boston Common. There's a nativity scene, and last night they spray painted on it. Uh, Jesus was a Palestinian. Well, are are these people going to take any? I want to know the people who spray painted that. Are there are any of them taking any of these Hamas terrorists? I'm sure a lot of them would like to move to Bacon Hill or Cambridge or Newton or Wellesley. But no, they they just come into Boston and they uh, deface the uh, nativity scene, and they it's all virtue signaling. It's like uh, Catherine uh, Catherine Clark's kid getting arrested by a for hitting a Boston cop and then getting a continued without a finding. It's a trans person. I don't know if it's male to female or female to male. I can't I can't keep it straight. You'll pardon the expression straight. Ernest, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Ernest. Good evening. I have a question for you. During the ratification of 
of the electorates, wasn't there two individuals that were thinking of contesting this ratification process, and just after they were thinking about not signing off on it, that's when that's when everything. That's, that's when, when the riot started. started. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Yeah. This yeah, they, there's a uh, there's many unanswered questions about January sixth, and the uh, and the mainstream media seems to have uh, very little interest in it. I thought these I thought all these uh, tapes now these videotapes, the surveillance, uh, the closed circuit camera uh, video, was going to be open to any reporters. And uh, you know, Tucker Carlson was the only one who was interested in it last year. And uh, after he broadcast it, he uh, he got fired almost immediately. And you know, they, you know the other thing I've been thinking about this. They they make it sound like these these people wanted to uh, these these slates, or they call them uh, false electors. You know that uh, that that were gonna uh, that that wanted to uh, be seated instead of uh, the uh, the the Biden electors who were who uh, who who were uh, selected uh, to represent the state after they closed down in some cases the. Uh, the vote counting at 11:30 at night with Trump ahead, and then reopened at three or three or four or five in the morning with uh, suddenly with Biden ahead. And you know they make it sound like this was a uh, this never this was unprecedented to be switching votes. And I was thinking about it. I, I'd forgotten all about this when uh, when JFK was elected in 1960. There were there were some people down south who still didn't like Catholics. Believe it or not, that was, Catholics were still kind of a uh, a, a despised class. I mean, they still are with the FBI, obviously. But there were there were a bunch of Democrat electors in the South, not maybe like six or eight, and these were states that were carried by JFK, and they didn't vote for JFK. They refused to vote for JFK. They didn't like him because he was a Catholic. You know who they voted for? Harry Byrd. Not Robert Byrd. He was from West Virginia. This was Harry Byrd Sr., the uh, the senator from from Virginia, who was the architect of massive uh, resistance in the South uh, to uh, to integration. But I, you know, and, and it's it's kind of an obscure point. But there there were always down through history been people who were elected to uh, to vote for one candidate or another who didn't vote for that candidate. Remember in 2016 when Trump was elected and they started the faithless electors campaign? Didn't do any good. That was what they 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 demanded recounts. They they said uh, Trump couldn't be inaugurated because of the Logan Act. The 20 uh, you know they had all these reasons not to uh, to uh, seat him. But the 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 probably the most serious threat to Trump's election or is is uh, winning the electoral college vote in 2016 was the faithless electors. They were saying, you know, don't vote for this guy. He's a nut. Of course, they again, it didn't work because you you get stalwarts of your own party or you try to as uh, as electors. 844-500-4242. When you, when you vote in the presidential election, you know, it, it says Trump or Pence or, or uh, uh, Biden-Harris or Hillary or Clinton, Kane, whatever it says, but you're really voting for the electors for that the party has put forward in that state. That like Massachusetts would put forth, I guess uh, what uh, 11, 12 electors to the two senators and then the nine congressional districts, whatever it is. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four. How many Haitians could they fit into the Parkman House? You know what? That's a really good question. 
They'd like the Parkman house. Not only not only would it uh, screw up uh, her plans for the uh, for the next uh, racist Christmas or holiday or New Year's party, it would also really celebrate diversity on Beacon Hill with the richest neighborhood in the city of Boston. 844-500-4242. Andrew, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, they're always benevolent, the leftists, when it doesn't directly or they don't think directly involve them. Like my wife, she's here from Thailand legally, and we had to pay all the fees and uh, follow all the, you know, pay, she paid some of my back taxes, which I wasn't late, but just to show the difference. And one time I interviewed like a little, it was a pro-illegal immigration rally, and I was asking the man, I, I said, why don't you raise money and give it to legal immigrants who had to pay the fees because it's not fair? And he was like stunned that I kept saying it's not fair. I said, you didn't have to go through the background checks. You didn't have to pay the fees. And that, you know, and there was like a liberal Occupy Wall Street girl with them. Right. She was like incensed. <laughs> so I, that worked well. But real quick, too, on other topics of hypocrisy, like with the liberals that live in the safer communities, they have their nose in the air about stopping Chris. So I told the liberal professor, your daughters here that are 40 years old in Stanhope are not going to get shot in a gang, you know, in a drive-by or shot in a gang. Right. Shooting. So it's okay for you to have your nose in the air, but the, the African-American grandmother or mother, it's going to be her kid that gets shot. So... Right. I think that's I think that's a big reason why uh, Biden has been hemorrhaging support in the black communities, also the Latin Latino communities, because they're being affected by all these uh, foreign third world criminals coming over and just, uh, you know, bringing over their criminal habits with them and not working. I mean, I'll bet your I'll bet your wife is angrier uh, as a as a legal immigrant is angrier than most Americans, you know, about this, isn't she? She is, and um, she thinks it's a scam, you know, the anchor babies, and um, anyone that had to come legally is definitely more angry. And I just want to say quick, though, with the immigrants, I think ultimately, not this wave, but like ultimately that'll backfire on the Democrats, because so many of the Latino immigrants are not Marxist, Bernie Sanders types, that they have religious, you know, they're you were saying Catholic, they're Catholic or religious, they respect the family structure, they work. So those are all values that are conservative or traditional. I, I hope so, Andrew. It's it's tough, though, when, when you, you know, come into when you come into a place and you don't have to work and you don't have to obey the laws. It's that's a hard habit to break being on welfare and not having to obey the laws. And that's that's all these aliens coming into the country. That's that's what they're being taught. They don't have to, you know, following the laws, working for a living. That's for suckers. That's for Americans. That's for the gringos. It's it's just bad. Thanks for the call, Andrew. 844-500-4242-978. Plastow, New Hampshire. Gas today was 267. Six days ago, 257. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I, I think it's going to get uh, get worse before it gets better. And again, it's it's the Houthis are are screwing up the uh, the shipment of oil. The Houthis, who are financed by the Iranians, who are financed by the Democrats, with all the money we pay for quote unquote hostages and all the money we pay by unfreezing the Iranian assets, and they just give it to terrorists. They support Hezbollah. They support Hamas. They support the Houthis. 
they're building nuclear reactors so they can uh, so they can have nuclear missiles to shoot at the little Satan and the great Satan. We're the great Satan. Israel's the little Satan. I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, and even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority in this new year. Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many visits that you give up before making that first phone call to even get started? Are you looking for experience and expertise to help you get your mouth in order in 2024? Put yourself and your health first. And since oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can as well. Make your health a priority in 2024. Right now, call the only dentist I'll go to, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. He's the best dentist I've ever been to, and he's got the best staff I've ever been to. The dental hygienists are great, top to bottom. Whatever you need done, whether it's a simple teeth cleaning or uh, complicated uh, caps and uh, mouth, uh, other mouth work, Perfect Smiles is the best place to go. Look them up at PerfectSmiles.com. That's PerfectSmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show returns after this. He's Howie Carr. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Democrat on Democrat crime. <clears throat> Pro-Palestinian demonstrators, pro-Nazi demonstrators, swarmed a Christmas party held by Michigan Democrats to confront a lawmaker over his support for Israel, sparking a melee that left an elderly female partygoer hospitalized with two black eyes. About 20 to 30 uh, supporters of the uh, Nazi Muslim savages support, swarmed the Detroit bar Saturday night to interrupt the holiday party being thrown by about, for about 200 people by the 13th Congressional District Democrat Party. The, uh, pro, the uh, Arab protesters were there to confront uh, Representative Shri Thaneeter, who had re renounced his membership in the Democrat Socialists of America over its support of a hate-filled and anti-Semitic Times Square rally. That's the one where they, uh, the New York Post had on the front page the, uh, the uh, Democrat uh, operative holding up a Nazi swastika on his cell phone. Uh, Partygoer Val Valeria Barra said a protester initiated va violence by shoving her against the wall. The brawl even featured 91-year-old former Boston police, uh, Detroit Police Commissioner Bernie Smith hitting protesters with her cane, according to footage posted on Instagram. Get out of here! She repeatedly yelled at one of the uh, Muslim savages. Smith's sons helped push protesters out. 
At least one party goer, Democrat activist Bobby Johnson, was hospitalized after suffering two black eyes at the hands of other Democrats. They came in here. They bust me in the head, she cried while wiping blood away from her face in a live stream video while still at the event. Hours after the brawl, the uh, congressman was awakened at uh, 3 a.m. by uh, Muslim savages in front of his home. Your silence is violent. Your silence is abhorrent, a, report, a protester, also known as a savage, screamed on the, on the sidewalk in front of, his, of the uh, congressman's mansion, et cetera, et cetera. Dennis, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dennis. Hey, if uh, Colorado can stop Trump from being on the ballot, why can't the red states stop Biden from being on the ballot? Well, that's and what the also, that's what the lieutenant governor of Texas was saying on TV the other night. I think the go- lieutenant governor Patrick, he said, "Why why can't we throw Biden off? Biden's more guilty of insurrection by uh, letting this invasion take place than than Trump was by telling the protesters to pay- peacefully and patriotically go up to the Capitol." Is, isn't that the case? Oh yeah. And why doesn't Abbott send fifty full busloads of migrants into? Denver there. If, they, if they're a great sanctuary city, that's just what they need. I know. I, I know. They, you heard me play the cut earlier today from the uh, mayor of Chicago. He says he that uh, Abbott is destroying the country by shipping the uh, illegal aliens. I thought these people were celebrating diversity, that they were only here to do the jobs Americans wouldn't do, that they were great family people. They were going to be a real benefit to the community. And now now people like uh, Mayor Johnson in Chicago and uh, Mayor Adams in New York are saying they're destroying their cities. Destroying their cities. Why is that? I, I Again... I thought they. I thought they were. Uh, they were. You know, the future of America. I thought they were, didn't. Biden himself say that uh, the illegal aliens were more American than Americans. I think he did. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Meanwhile, we've been talking about uh, Carol Swain, the uh, the the uh, professor that uh, Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard, lifted all of her research from. Today. Uh, Carol, Carol Swain, the retired professor from Vanderbilt, called on uh, Twitter for the immediate firing of Harvard University professor Claudine Gay to steer the school back towards sanity. It's a black woman. Fire Claudine Gay post-haste, she, she uh, posted today on uh, Twitter. She can be relieved of duties until the terms, meaning of her exit, are negotiated. Hire the best best man or woman who can steer the university back towards sanity. Professor Gay, who is not from a privileged background, on a professor, excuse me, Professor Swain, unlike Professor Gay, is not from a privileged background. She told the Ivy League College it needs to stop appeasing the Marxist identity politics mob. Ugh, it's great to hear. See you tomorrow. I'm Howie Carr. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.